haven of rest right here in Union Grove where we can get amongst brothers and sisters in Christ and we can sing these songs and worship Him and give Him praise for who He is. Amen. 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 That's where we're going to be at. You know, I just, you know, let me stop and thank the Lord. I want to thank the Lord for these young people who have a desire to serve the Lord. Every one of them young people right there, they grew up right here, actually right down there, amen? (laughs) But we moved up here, but they continue to serve the Lord, and I love it, love it, love it. I love watching young people give their hearts and lives to Jesus Christ and watch what God can do. There ain't no telling what God can do. There ain't no limits on God. I don't know if you know that or not. There ain't no, there's, we put limits on ourselves. We're good about putting limits on ourselves, saying that them words that I can't stand is I can't. Ask our young people. When they say that, that is not my vocabulary. Don't say I can't around me. Amen. Say God can. Amen. Amen. Hey, I'm so thankful to be here tonight, and I hope you are as well. And we're, gonna, we're just going to continue to lift up the Lord and I, I, the, the direction. You know, I, I, I kind of knew somewhat of where Tim was going with the music, and then we had a couple of curveballs coming in and say, hey, what do you think about this? And what do you think about that? I said, hey, man, let's do them all. <laughs> and that's what we did. Amen. And we're going to preach a little bit tonight on who is he? Who is he? Let's all stand to our feet. Uh, if you're in Exodus chapter number three, that's where we're going to be at. Uh, Exodus chapter number three, if you can stand that is, if you'll stand for the uh, reading of God's word. Exodus chapter number three. Let me get over there myself. Exodus chapter three. We'll read two verses of scripture here, and then uh, we'll preach just a little bit on who is he. And beginning in verse number 13, and Moses said unto God, behold, when I am, when I come unto the children of Israel, And I shall say unto them, The God of your fathers hath sent me unto you. And they shall say unto me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? In verse number 14, I couldn't get off my heart and mind all evening. And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. Let's pray and we'll jump right into this tonight. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, so much for your grace and your mercy all day long. Lord, you've been so gracious unto each one of us, Lord, and thank you for allowing us to come back into this place and worship you together in song and in spirit. Lord, I pray that we would get something from your word now. God, I pray that you would fill me up with the Holy Spirit from on high. Lord, use me as your vessel tonight, Lord. I yield my body and my mouth unto thee. Lord, I pray, God, that you'd help me say only what you want said tonight. God, I pray, Lord, for the hearers of the word. Lord, I pray that they would be attentive unto your word here as we go through. Lord, we have a lot of scripture to pull out. And I pray, God, that we would hang on to every verse of scripture that is read here in just a moment. Lord, may we just discover even more who you are. And we thank you, Lord, for everything that you've done in our lives. And we thank you, Lord, for how you continue to work in our lives. God, we thank you, Lord, for everything that you've done and everything that you're going to do. And we cannot wait to see what the future holds for each one of us. We do love you, Lord. In Jesus' name we do pray, amen and amen. You may be seated. I love, I love, love this, this portion of scripture here and I couldn't get it off my mind. I had a, another direction. You can ask Evan there. I had a, another sermon already ready to go at the end of the service. He goes, hey, what's the title of your message going to be? And we gave it to him and he got everything hooked up on the live stream and he gets here and he says, wait a minute, that ain't what you told me earlier. I said, I know. 
God likes to change direction, amen. If we'll listen to him and let him change it, we'll let it go. Uh, I'd be good to listen to God, amen. And so I, we changed it up just a little bit on who is he. And as I began to ponder on this verse of scripture here that we read, and I love verse number 14, as God speaks unto Moses here, and he says, look at that verse again, he, and God says unto Moses, I am that I am. I mean, and then he says, and he said, thus thou shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. And I, I love the way God himself refers to himself as I am. And you say, well, Brother Brandon, are you going to expound upon that? you know any deep truths? I don't, but I know I can fill in some blanks on the I am part. Amen. And many of you can. When God says I am, that you can about fill in any blank right there. I mean, I am what? Hey, hey, I got some things written down here. Let me go through these very quickly just to start us out. I couldn't, it wasn't in the message till just a few moments ago before the service, but I am. As God's speaking here, he says, I believe this right here. He says, I am Alpha, the first. I am the beginning of everything that was and is to come. I am the creator. I am the deliverer. I am the everlasting. I am faithful and forgiving. I am God of all glory. I am holy. I am immutable. I am Jehovah Jireh. Jesus is my son, and he and I are one. I am the King of kings and the Lord of lords, magnificent and mighty Jesus. Jesus' name above all names. I am omnipotent. I am omnipresent. I am perfect. I am quick. I am quiet. I am righteous. I am sovereign. I am trustworthy. I am understanding and I am unwavering. I am victorious. I am wise and wonderful. I am extraordinary. Ye, ye wall. I'm a butcher that. That's Jewish. Amen. Uh, Hebrew. And I am zenith. I am. You fill in the blanks. And that's what he is tonight. Yes, sir. Uh, th- 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 there's, no, there's, there's, there's nothing that he ain't, amen? <laughs> if that's, about politi- that's about grammarly correct as you can get. There ain't nothing that he ain't, <laughs> amen? I don't need no English afterward to cla- after, after, after the service. Or I don't need an English class, but he is everything. You fill in the blank. And you can go through the dictionary. You go through and pull out the words that describe God, and it's inexhaustible. You can't describe exactly who he is, but he is, amen? I am. The best way, he described himself in the best way possible. Tell him, I am sent you. I am sent you tonight. Hey, and I I have nine points tonight. They won't be long, all right? But we, I've seen some of you had a heart attack. We need that defibrillator. Uh, we, need to, we need to take a, a church vote and get a, de, get a defibrillator in here. Uh, but I have nine points, and we'll, we'll hasten through these. And he simply, simply put, I, I, I put this phrase down. When the world ridicules and questions and doubts God, we, being Christians, should brag on him. Amen. Let me say that again. When the world ridicules and questions and doubts God, You and I should step on the scene and brag a little bit about who he is, the great I am. And simply put, tonight, that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to brag on him a little bit, but we're going to use our Bibles a lot tonight. Amen? Uh, I said I got nine points, and I got about 40 scriptures to go along with the nine points, so you won't turn to them all, no doubt. I'll hasten through these, and I hope you'll get a little something from it. Uh, But I want to start out with number one, he is the greatest. I said he is the greatest. There is none other besides him. In Genesis 35 and verse number 11, and God said unto him, I am God almighty. Be fruitful and multiply a nation and accompany the nations shall be of thee and kings shall come out of thy loins. But he says, I am God almighty. 
There is nobody else who can claim the title of God Almighty. There have been times in past history where people would stand up and declare themselves as gods, and that's little g gods, if you would, and they would stand up and they would proclaim themselves to be higher and mightier and, and have all wisdom and all these great things. And, and guess what? When it's all said and done, they're dead and buried in the grave. They're not alive evermore like ours is. God is the only one who can claim this title of the almighty part. Amen. Amen. He is the greatest tonight. Number two. We're moving right along. See, you worried. Nine points won't take long. Amen. Listen now. Not only is he the greatest, but he is and always will be. Listen, we're just bragging on God tonight. Hey, he is and he always will be. In Genesis 1.1, in the beginning, God. In the beginning, created the heaven and the earth. He was. Before time even began, he was. Understand this, hey, he was there in the beginning, he is here right now, and guess where he'll be in the ending? He's eternal, he's everlasting. You can't put him in a box and you can't put a time frame on him. He wasn't born, created, he always has been. He is not only the greatest, but he always will be. In Exodus, in Exodus chapter number 3 and verse number 14, and God said unto Moses, we just read that, I am that I am. And he said, thou shalt say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. In Ephesians chapter number 3 and verse number 21, unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages. It didn't say just for a few, just for a century. No, it says all ages. Listen, my dear friends, if there's anything that we can do for Christ right now, now, we can brag on him a little bit, no matter where we're going, no matter what we're in, doesn't matter our circumstances that are around us, God has been good unto you and I, we ought to brag on him a little bit. Amen. We ought to brag on his greatness and how he is almighty and how he is the greatest God that ever will be. Amen. Because there's none besides him. He is and always will be, and we got, uh, he is the greatest, and he is and always will be, and he and Jesus are one. John chapter number 10 and verse number 30 reminds us of this, I, I and my Father are one, and that verse right there alone will upset a lot of other churches' doctrines per se, because Jesus is declaring that he and the Father are one, and they go, whoa, now wait a minute, hey, that can't be, as Jesus declares himself as being God, and that's exactly what he was, he was God and robed in flesh, and walked upon this earth and he ministered of the kingdom to come and he, he pointed people to the Father. He pointed people to heaven. He pointed people to the kingdom that was about to come. He and Jesus are one. In John chapter number 14 and verse number 10, believest thou not that I am, that I am in the Father and the Father in me? These words I speak unto you, and I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. He and Jesus are one tonight. Not only that, we can step out a little bit farther here. And he is the God of all time. He is the God of all time. Take your Bibles and turn over to Matthew chapter number 32. I want you to see this verse. Matthew 32 and verse number 32. Matthew 32 and verse number 32. And then we'll turn to one other place in Revelation. Matthew 32, 32, I am the God of Abraham. 
and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. Verse 33, and when the multitude heard this, they were astonished at his doctrine. Jesus was astonishing people then, and guess what he's doing today? He's still astonishing people in his doctrine, amen, and in God's holy word here as we read, I am the, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. <laughs> he is the God of all time tonight. Amen. Revelation, flip over in Revelation very quickly here. Revelation verse number eight. Revelation uh, chapter one, verse number eight. Revelation chapter one and verse number eight. The God of all time, he says this, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the, what's that last word? Almighty. There's, the, there's that word again that only he can take. That, is, that, 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 that denotes only God himself can have that Almighty. You and I will never claim that almighty part, no matter how hard we try. No matter how good we are, only God himself can have that almighty part. And you fast forward in Revelation chapter 1 and verse number 18. He says this, I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. And he even gives himself an amen right there. It says, amen, and have the keys of hell and of death. He is the God of all time. No matter what man tries to do to stop him from being who he is, we can't. No matter how much we deny him, no matter how much we try to, try to put him away and lock him away and, and say you can't, you can't preach the Bible, you can't teach the Bible, you can't sing about him, guess what? No matter what we try to do as human beings, as those that are in the world and they try to put him away, hey, it's happened all throughout Scripture. You've seen time and time again, they tried to snuff out Jesus before he was born. They tried to take out the generations before him, but guess what? He is the God of all time. No matter what we try to do, he always will be. Amen. Get this now. Not only is he the greatest, and not only is he, he, and he will always be. He and Jesus are one, and he is the God of all time. And I love this one. Now, he is all that you'll ever need. Mm, he's all that you'll ever need tonight. Hey, listen up here. In John chapter number six and verse 35, and Jesus saith unto him, unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh unto me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. Listen, my dear friends, tonight, if we can do anything in this life, referring back to this morning and redeeming our time wisely, not as fools, but wisely, we can brag on Jesus. But let me tell you something now. Listen, our testimonies of what God has done in our lives and, and how he saved us and what he's done in our life is the most powerful thing that you and I have. I have a testimony and you have a testimony tonight and it's up to us to share that with others and to be able to share this right here that he is all that anyone will ever need. Because you see, we're incomplete until we get a hold of him. We are incomplete. We'll never make it to heaven. We, there's always a void there that we're trying to fill and that we're trying to fill. Think back in your life. I don't know when you got saved, but I, I know it took a while for me. I was 21, uh, almost 22, I believe, whenever I got saved. And, and 
but all the way up until then, I was doing things on my own. I was trying to fill the Jesus void that nothing could fill. It, it, it wasn't the friends. It wasn't the jobs. It wasn't the money. It wasn't, I mean, I love my wife, but it wasn't my wife. There was nothing that can fill the spot that is in our heart from Jesus Christ. And if we would be bold this, if we would be bold during this pandemic and during this transitional time, if we would be bold and just proclaim that he is everything that you'll ever need. Hey, we have a testimony. You have a testimony and proclaim that testimony to others. Listen, just let them know that Jesus Christ is the only hope that you need. It's not in a Republican, not in a Democrat. It sure ain't in the government. The hope is only found through Jesus Christ. We are holding the hope in our laps and we're holding that hope right here. We need to share it. We need to tell people about it. We need to brag on him just a little bit. Everywhere we go, don't be ashamed of him. You've seen the people in the restaurants that pray sometimes. They pray scratching their heads or whatever so it doesn't look like they're praying. Pray boldly. Pray aloud, amen. You want to make sure the whole table hears whenever you're praying, amen. My dad got on to me one time. I'll get off this here in just a moment. But I never forget. I never forget. Got saved, started serving under, with Zach and Amber and the youth group down here, and we just jumped in full bore. I mean, we was in Hammond, Indiana about a month after we got saved at a youth conference for a week. If you ain't talking about getting jumped in, that's, called, that's just jumping in feet first and hang on tight. But I'll never forget... Many, many months go by, and we began to make some transitions in our home, obviously. I'm saved now. Now we pray over our meals, whether we're at home, whether we're out, or whether we're at family. Now, hang on. It gets a little tricky whenever you're at family, and you're just recently saved, and everything's new to you, and you're gung-ho for the Lord. And I, I, know, I, I, I know what my dad meant by it. And I know exactly where his heart was, but I found a little humorous to me. He said, all right, Brandon, let's pray so we can eat. Yes, sir. I began to pray. That's my moment to preach, amen. You ever preach during a prayer? Yeah. <laughs> amen. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for sending your son. We're supposed to be blessing the food, and here we are five minutes into it. Would you finish up the prayer? The kids are already starting to eat. But I'll never forget, Dad said, are you praying or preaching? <laughs> well, both. <laughs> It'd do us good just to proclaim him and tell others that he's all that you'll ever need because you'll be longing for that fulfillment your entire life until you find him because he, he's there waiting for us the whole time. Come on, come on. And once we find him, now it's our job to tell others. Tell others what? Tell others what? That he is all that they will ever need in this entire life and for the life after, amen? Number six, Told you we're moving right along. He is the difference. John chapter number eight and verse number 12. Then spake Jesus again unto them saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. And God is the difference between a, a, a God is the difference in a world dark with sin. You see, the moment we got saved, something happened. A transformation took place in our lives and a lot of transitions took place in our minds and our thought process. And also that, once we got saved, you know who came to dwell inside of us, that Holy Ghost. Hallelujah for that. The light. 
the light that is in us that we now get to take out into the world. And here it is. Here it is once again. Look at this now. And Jesus spake unto them again, saying that I am the light of the world. And here we are with the Holy Ghost residing inside of us. And we take that light everywhere we go. And we ought not cover it up and shame it down and, and, and just hide him. And we ought to proclaim him everywhere. Everywhere we go. When God, when God answers a prayer, you ought to say, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. We was working on the deck just the other day with mom, mom and dad's. And if you know anything, it's been hot these past couple of days. Can I get a witness on that? You walk outside, it's North Carolina, it's instant sweat. And if you're heavy set, not fat, if you're heavy set like me or big boned, amen, I'll take either one. Uh, if you're one or the other, you know what I'm talking about. You walk outside, instant sweat. We're out there working on the deck, working, working, and it is hot. I mean, you feel like you're melting down. You know what I'm saying? And all of a sudden, here comes a cloud that comes by. We was out there just drilling away. I said, thank you, Jesus. Amen. What? I was thanking the Lord for that shade. Yeah. <laughs> I needed it. Yeah. When's the last time you thanked him publicly? Yeah. When's the last time when something happened and people were around you said, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. It do us good just to Amen. give him praise. Hey, give me do it do good for us just to give him praise. Brag on him a little bit when other people are around. Brag on him a little bit. He's worthy of all, all exhortation tonight. Hey, he's worthy of everything tonight. Uh, and not only is he the difference, uh, uh, let's see here, and not only is he the difference, he is not like you and me. He is not like you and me. In John chapter number 8 and verse 23, and he saith unto them, ye are from beneath, I am from above. You are of this world, I am not of this world. John 17, verse number 16, they are not of this world, even as I am not of this world. Amen. Hallelujah for that. <laughs> Hallelujah, he ain't like you and me. <laughs> Sinful man. He was the sinless lamb. He was the sinless lamb, born of a virgin, lived 33 and a half years, never sinned once, obeyed his father's will, even though sometimes it was hard. Going to the cross and pouring all the sin of mankind on him, that, that was hard. I couldn't imagine taking the sin of the world upon my shoulders, but he done it. He ain't like us. Hallelujah for that. <laughs> he is the lamb of God who died for you and me. Hey, very quickly here, number eight, number eight, he is not dead. Amen. Take your Bibles, take your Bibles. I want, you to, I want you to go ahead and turn to John 14. I'm going to read two other verses of Scripture. You turn to John 14. He's not dead. I love this because the Vacation Bible School has got songs stuck in my kids' hearts and in their minds, and I love it. And our kids just in the past few weeks have been singing these songs, and I love it. And they make up songs, and sometimes you're like, what in the world are they singing? And then you'll hear, Jesus, I love you. I'm like, hey, man, sing it, girl. <laughs> sing it. Sing it, Meredith. But I kid you not, they'll be running around the house all of a sudden now, and they'll be like, God's not dead. No, he is alive. God's not dead. No, he is alive. I feel him in my heart. Boop, boop. I feel him in my feet. Doo, doo. I feel him in my soul. Woo, I feel him all over me. Hallelujah, he ain't dead. I said, hallelujah, he ain't dead. <laughs> Amen. Matthew 28 and verse number six. He is not here for he is risen. As he said, come and see the place where the Lord lay. 
You're in John 14. Hang on there. Revelation chapter number 10 and verse number 5. And the angel, and the angel which I saw stand upon the sea and upon the earth lifted up his hand to heaven. Verse number 6. And swear by him that liveth forever and ever who created heaven and the things that are therein are and the earth and the things that are therein are and the sea and the things that are which therein are that there should be no time, time no longer. You're in John 14. Look at verse number one. We read, we touched on this verse this morning. He's not dead. Verse number one, let not your heart be troubled. Boy, it'd do us good just to read that every morning instead of turning on the news. Amen. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare, to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am ye may be also. Listen now, if he's dead, how could he come back and get us? He's alive and preparing us a place. And guess what? One day we're going home. Amen. The place that we live now is not a home. Let's call it a rental property on God's green earth that we ain't going to need much longer whenever he comes because we'll have an eternal home in heaven. He ain't dead tonight. And lastly, I told you we would not be long. We're going to have plenty of time to hit Dairy Queen. Amen. If anybody's treating, I got me, my wife, and four kids. We're up for it. Amen. He is the way to eternal life. We touched on that this morning, heavy. But I want to remind you again in John chapter number 11, verse 25. I'll tell you what, you take your Bibles. It's good for you to lay your eyes on this. John 14, verse number 6. I'll be there in just a moment. John eleven twenty-five. 25. Jesus saith unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live and whatsoever liveth and believeth and, and whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? You're in John 14. Look at verse number six. Jesus saith unto him, you know the words, say it with me. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Hey, let's go out this week and brag on him a little bit. That's all this was tonight. I couldn't get it off my heart. I had another message. I just wanted to brag on God, on who he is. And you can fill in the blanks of the I am's, amen. And you can go on and on throughout the whole alphabet time and time again. You'll never exhaust the I am's of God. But I want to leave you with a challenge. How often have you bragged on him this week? Last week, today's Sunday, amen. How often do you brag on God? Do you publicly brag on God? He's worthy, isn't he? Amen. Hallelujah, he's worthy. <laughs> Sending his only begotten son to die on a cross for an old sinner like me, I am unworthy, but he is all worthy. Of any praise, any exhortation, we ought to be good mirrors this week. So what are you talking about a mirror? I'm talking about just any, any praise that comes our way, you just redirect it back up to him because I'm not worthy of it, but he is. I'm not worthy of the praise but he is. How long has it been since you bragged on God? How long will you go before you brag on God? Publicly, privately? Let's go out this week and just brag on him. Tell somebody about him. He's all that they'll ever need.
He'll heal any, any issues spiritually. There ain't no chains of the world that he can't break. There's no addictions that Jesus Christ cannot conquer. Let's go out and share him this week. I'll leave you with that challenge. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Tonight, I hope that he is your I am. Tonight, I hope you know him tonight. If you don't know him tonight, it'd be a good time to get in. To know Jesus as your personal Savior. Let's all stand with our heads bowed and our eyes closed for just a moment. We'll give just a moment of invitation, not really a hook in the message per se, but if God spoke to your heart about anything, maybe it's been a while since you gave him praise. Maybe, maybe you just need to tip down here to the old-fashioned altar and just thank him for being who he is and who he was and who he always will be. We'll let the pianist play through one verse here tonight. You do business with God as he laid upon your heart. I just publicly want to thank God for everything he's done in my life. I am unworthy and undeserving of everything, but I'm so thankful that he saw fit to send his son still to die on a cross for me. Unworthy, unworthy tonight, but he is worthy of everything.